we've got a whole lot of good stuff to say and I think we're too easily pigeonholed as being scientists and not part of the sort of general debate about the direction of the world and the country and the resources and we should be part of that and and injecting yourself into that debate uh, is important. Welcome to Ecology Matters, a podcast from the Ecological Society of Australia. In each episode, meet a different ecologist, discover what makes them passionate about Australian ecology, what their hopes and fears are for the future of our natural world, and why they think that ecology really does matter. I knew I was going to be a field biologist. I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. I found that I had a real connection with the land in that area. I don't think I'm going to be getting bored in the next five years, that's for sure. I'm really interested in changing the world. (laughs) So yeah, I think it is going to make a big difference, which is exciting. I think that's really cool to see that can actually make a really significant difference. People are starting to appreciate cultural knowledge a lot more than what it would have been appreciated in the past. I'm I'm really hopeful it's going to make a really positive change to what's going on here. We're pleased to bring you a special bonus episode of Ecology Matters, all about why communicating ecological science is important. Professor Richard Kingsford is a well-known and well-respected river ecologist who is regularly sought by media to comment on water and wetland-related issues. In this episode, Professor Kingsford explains why communicating to the broader public should be an essential consideration for every scientist and why the outcomes of speaking truth to power can be much, much greater than potential short-term costs. You know, traditionally we're taught about doing the rigorous science, which includes collecting the data and analysing the data and writing it up in a peer-reviewed journal, which, which is fundamentally our bread and butter. But I do think it's important to think about how do you get the broader public to understand why what you've just done is important. And and in many respects, the general public is sometimes paying for your work, whether you're working for a research institution or funding a grant. So there is an obligation, I think, for us to do that. But much more importantly, I think we've got a whole lot of good stuff to say. And I think we're too easily pigeonholed as being scientists and not part of the sort of general debate about the direction of the world and the country and the resources. And we should be part of that. And and injecting yourself into that debate uh, is important, albeit sometimes challenging. But it's also very similar to the way we do science in terms of thinking of it as a skill and a rigorous approach to it so that you know you do think as one of your outcomes for your scientific paper is how do you get it into another medium which is more accessible by the public and that demands a range of different skills um, in terms of doing that but just in the same way we as scientists try and make a habit of doing a study and writing it up in a peer-reviewed journal, I think we could make a habit of taking those same outcomes uh, and putting it out more broadly into the public. And I think once you start doing quite a bit of that, you will start to be um, a person that 
the media will approach as as someone who knows something about a particular issue. I think as as scientists, we sometimes get exasperated that, you know, experts aren't talked to about a particular issue, particularly if it's an area that we really are the expert. But it's often because, you know, the the journalists and the public don't actually know you exist. (laughs) And so part of it is actually putting your name out there. and, And certainly, these days, I will continue to put out my research in the media and, and in the public, but I also get approached quite often by the media now because they know the sorts of things that I'll talk about on issues that I think are fundamental for ecology and I can at least provide an opinion that's relevant for the things that we care about. It is important for us to care and have passion and not to pull back on that because in many ways as scientists we're sort of conditioned to Mm. be very objective um, which is all good and be able to be conservative in our judgments and our opinions I think when you communicate more broadly with the public you have to speak in stories in narratives that really can go to why someone on the street would care about what you're talking about. Um, And that demands you taking a bit of a step out of your scientific bubble, if you like, and your training and think about why you care about what you do and not being shy about showing that in terms of your communication. Because people, even when you people see you in the media, you can see that passion coming through and that commitment. And I think that's one thing we don't lack as scientists is commitment and ability to keep on task. And I think we need to be able to show the broader public um, some of that and and why it's important to us and, and to everybody that we're producing the rigorous information we need to make good decisions. It's a particularly big challenge for scientists working in government or big research organisations where there are hierarchical systems and autocratic processes often which limit your ability to tell the truth or speak truth to power, which I think we should be doing as scientists. There are considerable advantages in doing that, and I think you can get your voice heard. There are undoubted disadvantages, and and I I suspect this is why we don't see as many scientists speaking out, even in relatively independent positions within universities, because, you know, sometimes, particularly if you're working with government, if you then criticise government, they're sometimes not so keen to hand out another pot of money for your research grant. So there's, there's that. But having said that, look, I, I've never been shy about criticising governments, but um, most of my funding does actually come through from governments. And, and I, I would say that, you know, there's some, sometimes some short-term pain, but the long-term gains much, much greater, both in terms of the effect your voice can have on decision making. Um, and, and often I feel that a lot of what I say is 
the sort of thing that needs to be said and and often the people within government agencies who would like to be able to say that but can't are really supportive so as long as you're being rigorous in what you say and you're speaking truth to power and you're committed to what it is that you are talking about in terms of ecology and science i am a great believer that it's much better for all of us to be able to go down that path and and suffer whatever slights along the way because i'm really interested in changing the world <laughs> and still am rather than you know pushing down a particular career path i want to make sure that um, there's intergenerational equity in terms of ecology and environment. And already, obviously, the damage that I, that's been done to the natural world in my lifetime is not going to ensure that. But I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that happens as much as I possibly can. And that doesn't demand, that doesn't just mean doing my science. It all also means telling people what we should be doing. Ecology Matters is a podcast by the Ecological Society of Australia, a not-for-profit organisation supporting ecologists and ecological science in Australia. We acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. To learn more about our work, follow us on social media, visit our website or sign up to our newsletter. You can find links to these in the show notes. This episode was produced by Grace Heathcote and Elodie Compressi. The theme music is Glow by Scott Buckley. Lastly, thank you to all the ecologists who have taken part in this series and shared their perspectives on why ecology matters.